you are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello, my loves, and welcome into my very first Awaken Radio episode of 2022. Welcome into the year 2022. How are you feeling as we step into this brand new year? I have been loving the energy of this year so far, personally. I can already feel so much shifting. And while I know January 1st is just another day, I still think that the frequency shift that we can feel when we move out of one year and into another is a very real thing. I think it's a real thing and I am definitely feeling it. So I hope you had a really nourishing holiday break and a really wonderful transition into the new year. I was away on a road trip over the new year period with my boyfriend up the New South Wales North Coast which was honestly so wonderful and so nourishing. And I know a lot of people chose to not head away um, over the holiday period and instead have a little staycation at home because the COVID numbers in Australia at the moment are really booming. However, for Jason and I, we just felt really called to head away. I think after all of the lockdowns in 2021, where life honestly just felt like Groundhog Day every single day, we were both just really craving some new places, some new experiences, some different energy and scenery. And we're both really committed to not living our life from fear. So, We were both cautious and careful while heading away and traveling, but we also really didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to have a break and to get away. And I'm so glad that we did end up heading away. I came back from this trip. I mean, it was only a short one. It was only about a week, but I came back feeling a really tangible shift in my body. Like I felt different in my cells on a really embodied level. And it was hard to know, you know, if it was the trip or if it was the energy of the new year or all of the really powerful intentional work I had done through leading the release and rebirth sessions. They really, really helped me in my transition between these two years, but I can definitely feel a shift now. And so we came back into Sydney on the 1st of January and that first week of January, this first week of the year has been a super slow one. I found myself feeling really tired, um, fatigued, really needing to allow myself to move slowly and gently, you know, into the new year. And I know a lot of other people felt the same. I put a poll up on my stories and so many people share that they were feeling so tired and so fatigued. And I also know a lot of people have had COVID over the holiday period. So maybe for a lot of us, you know, this entry into the new year wasn't quite what we were expecting, may not have been a start to the year where we are off the gates, forging forward right away. Um, But maybe it's been more of, you know, a transitional kind of energy where we're moving slowly, we're prioritizing self-care, we're resting. We're focusing on self-nourishment and really bringing self-love and self-compassion and dropping pressure and expectation. Yeah, that's definitely how I'm feeling. 
And I think it's okay for January to be a transition month. I think I've spoken about this previously on New Year podcasts that I've done before, but I love to see January as a transition month as it really helps drop the pressure and it helps us just move slowly and lay really good and solid foundations as we step into our year so that we're creating a really sustainable and nourishing way of moving through the year rather than burning up all of our energy in the first month and then we're already tired and depleted you know a few months into the year and so here we are approaching the middle of January and I'm only just getting on to recording my very first podcast of the year but I'm really excited to bring this one to you it's taken me a bit of time to really sit with and write out and think about and ponder everything that I want to share with you and really marinate on my themes and my feeling words and what I'm sensing about the year and and what my true heart desires are. But I feel like I've really clarified it now. And I have called this episode 2022, a year of simplicity, self-liberation and soulful success. And so these are some of the themes that I'm going to speak to today. I want to speak to what these themes mean to me and why I've chosen them and also offer you some guidance so that if you want to work with some of these themes or take away some of the things that I'm sensing to work on and I'm going to be working on, then you'll have some ways to get started with them. And so in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a bit about my main areas of focus for this year, what I'm going to be investing in, the changes that I'm making, how I'm really preparing for the year ahead, and also what you can expect from my work this year, because it's going to be a really exciting and expansive year in my business. One of my biggest feelings about coming into 2022 is that I want this year to feel different I want to experience change. The past two years have been so hard for so many of us and energetically they have just felt so restrictive and isolating and at times really monotonous as well, like those Groundhog Day vibes where it just feels like every day is the same. And so I'm really committed this year to coming back into my power, regardless of what unfolds around me. I'm really devoted to still experiencing change and freedom and expansion and joy and having an experience of life that feels different and fresh and new, regardless and irrespective of what the external circumstances are that present. And so the first thing that's happening this year, which is super exciting, is that I'm moving. I'm moving into state. I am leaving Sydney after living here for about 17 years. And me and my partner are moving to the Gold Coast. And I have honestly felt the pull to leave Sydney for about two to three years now. It was interesting when I started doing a lot of work on embodying my feminine energy, I started to really feel the pull out of Sydney. I felt like Sydney wasn't really supportive for my nervous system. I didn't have as much nature here as I wanted. And it's a very fast moving city that there's a lot going on. And I think my inner feminine, my body is craving more slowness and more nature, 
more quietness, a slower paced way of living, and also more community and more soul sisters, which has really been lacking here for me in Sydney. And, you know, despite this desire being brewing in me for several years, I don't think it was actually the right time to make this move until now. And now that it's happening, I just feel so ready for it. I feel like I've been energetically and emotionally and mentally preparing for this for months. Um, There was a lot of preparation happening through 2021. And then now it's just the action piece, you know, which is our move. So this move is happening in January, so this month, in a matter of weeks, and we've already begun packing everything up and we've booked in our removal list and it's going to be a really big, exciting change. And it's going to be a really big and expansive transition that I feel is going to create a really powerful new chapter, which I just can't wait for. And I feel this this move aligns so perfectly with my desire for change, for the new, you know, for different places and different people and different experiences. And I think it's going to call in a really fresh new energy into my life that I hope then flows into and is infused into everything that I do, including my work. And so something I just want to share on this with you, this is a bit of a personal sort of little story here, but it blew my mind and I really wanted to share this with you um, around the astrology that is surrounding this change. And it is just so crazy aligned (laughs) that it has absolutely blown my mind. And this is way too synchronistic for me to not talk about and share about. And I think I want to share about this with you and, and tell this story because many of us have long held desires. You know, we have those desires that we've been feeling into and wanting for a long time and they're either not here yet or we can feel it's just not quite the right time for them yet. And I think it's important to recognize that sometimes you can receive a desire and feel the desire for it long before the time that it's ready to be made manifest. And that's okay. It's okay if your desire needs time to brew and percolate and build within you for a while. And if you need to go on a journey of becoming the woman who's ready to receive it and step into it. And, you know, this is all about just following your intuition and trusting the process and working with divine timing and knowing that your desires are like seeds that have been planted and are destined to bloom, but will bloom in the perfect time when they're supposed to. And sometimes, like in my situation, it's not until you look back once you're at the stage where they have manifested and you realize that nothing went wrong. You realize why there was a delay and you can see clearly now that the timing at which something is happening is perfect. So there are two astrology transits happening for me, which I really quickly want to share on because I'm really into using powerful tools, um, energetic tools, whether it's, you know, Western or Vedic astrology, human design, gene keys, the Enneagram, to really understand the energetics that are often at play, you know, behind the scenes in our lives. And so I just want to tell you this little story about what's going on in my chart at the moment because it's just mind-blowing. So firstly, back in 2020, I had a Vedic reading, a Vedic astrology reading, and this woman shared with me that I had a powerful 19-year Saturn transit happening in my chart. And she shared with me when this transit started. 
and it started in the year that I moved to Sydney. And that was a huge year for me, by the way, because I moved to Sydney by myself without knowing a single soul. I grew up in Melbourne and I'd only been to Sydney once in my life and I just felt the pull here. And um, I came here to study at Sydney Uni. And what's interesting was she told me that this 19-year Saturn transit in my chart was ending in January 2022. And I didn't know at the time when I had this reading back in 2020 that we would be moving in January 2022. And I'm now stepping into a cycle instead of the Saturn cycle of triple Gemini which she said is going to be amazing for things around communication and writing and teaching and speaking. And she said it's going to be a really good time for me to write a book. So that may happen over the next few years. And so this is the first thing that really blew my mind when I started understanding the energetics of what's going on was that there was this Saturn cycle that started in my life the year that I moved to Sydney and is ending in the month that I leave Sydney. It's just crazy how this aligned. The second piece of this that just adds to it even more is that the nodes of our planet are shifting at the moment. So there's the south node and the north node of our planet. And I'm not an astrologer, so I can't explain that in any more depth than that. But you can refer to an astrologer to learn more about this. But every 18 months, the nodes change. We've just come out of an 18-month cycle of Gemini North Node, and the North Node is what we're moving towards, and Sagittarius South Node, and that's the energy we're moving away from. And the nodes are now changing in January. So we're now moving into a Taurus North Node and a Scorpio South Node. Now, in Western astrology, I'm a Taurus Sun. So having Taurus come into the North Node is super significant for me. The other interesting thing is that my boyfriend is a Scorpio, so this is going to be impacting him because the south node's coming into his sign, and he also has his personal nodes. So when he was born, his personal nodes in Taurus and Scorpio as well. So it's just all these crazy synchronicities. But then here is where it gets even more wild. The last time that we had Taurus in the north node and Scorpio in the South Node was around 19 years ago. So I looked up the dates and it literally started a few months after I moved to Sydney. So this energy cycle started a few months after I moved to Sydney and now the energy cycle is starting again in the very month that I'm leaving Sydney and moving to the Gold Coast. So that's another 19-year cycle. I am literally like, what on earth? So I am completing two 19-year cycles that both happened in my Vedic and my Western astrology charts that both started 19 years ago in the year that I moved to Sydney and are now both completing in the very month that I'm leaving Sydney. And when I started to see this, I was just like, whoa. And what it really showed me is that this move, this whole change, this whole thing I'm about to go through feels so beautifully destined and it feels like it's part of my higher destiny and the higher plan of my life and the timing is so divinely aligned and all of that is just allowing me to sink into such deeper trust and surrender around this whole process because there is still a lot of uncertainty 
for us around this move and what it's all going to look like and the details of it. But I'm just feeling so much trust now that I've seen the way the energies are playing out. So I am going to be moving through this move over the next few weeks and my next podcast episode will probably be coming to you from the Gold Coast and I will be sharing with you a lot more about the details of this move and the manifestation and everything that's unfolding in this new chapter once we're on the other side of it. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that story. I just really, really felt to share that with you because it totally blew my mind and it's really fascinating to look into your astrology, your human design, your gene keys, all of it, to really understand the energetics that play out in your life and the timing of things as well. So let's now move on to my themes for 2022. And When you are preparing for a year, it's really powerful to choose a theme or a guiding word for the year ahead. And it can be one word. It can be a couple of words, however you choose to do it. But I like to try to distill it down to one word and to pick this one word that is a theme that has the ability to flow through every area of my life and really guide me. And really shift the way that I make decisions and that I show up and really change how I feel in every area of my life and how I experience every area of my life this year. And as I sat with it and I I really did have to sit with it and, and distill it down into one word, I landed on the word simplicity. And the reason that I'm choosing the word simplicity as my theme is that to me it has this energy of lightness and cleanliness and clarity and order and ease and minimalism. And I really love the feeling of all of those words and the frequency and energetics that come through as I sit with this theme of simplicity. And so I looked up the synonyms, you know, and the dictionary definition of this word, which is a really powerful thing to do when you land on a word, just to give you more language around it. And the ones that really jumped out at me were clarity, ease, clearness, effortlessness, integrity, natural, honest, direct, and straightforward. And I really landed on this word because I'm ready for everything in my life and also everything in myself, like my whole inner world, my whole way that I process and do things internally to just feel lighter and easier and clearer and more honest, more authentic, more real, more natural, more spacious. Yeah. And something that I've noticed about myself is I sometimes overcomplicate things and I sometimes make things harder for myself than they actually need to be. And so for me, simplicity is about making everything less complicated and creating both inner and outer space. And what's interesting when I was sitting with this word simplicity, I was feeling like maybe it meant less. And in some levels, it does mean less. But to me, it also means more. And in terms of how I want to show up and be, it feels like I want to do less, but have what I do be more potent and impactful. And I was thinking about this word simplicity because it's actually more of a masculine word. So the masculine is about less and the feminine is about more. 
And so as I sat with it, I was thinking to myself, you know, is this too masculine of a theme to pick? But I realized that this theme of simplicity is actually the key to my feminine having more, but having more of what really matters and having more of what she actually wants and having more of what truly nourishes her and more of what is aligned and what feels good, more quality, more beauty, more pleasure. And when I sit with this, that just makes so much sense because my feminine actually thrives when my inner masculine creates simplicity. When he's chaotic, when he's ungrounded, when there's all this excess and this junk and this noise and this overdoing and this busyness and the clutter and the misalignment, my inner feminine doesn't feel calm. She feels overwhelmed. But when my inner masculine creates simplicity, when he makes things easy for her, when he makes clear decisions, when he has systems, when he just simplifies everything, huh? My inner feminine just feels light. She feels nourished and she feels so much more filled with pleasure. So if you're wanting to think about this theme of simplicity in your own life, maybe ask yourself things like, where are things feeling heavy? Where are things feeling hard? Where do I notice I'm making things harder than they need to be? Where do I overcomplicate things? Where am I overdoing it? How can I make things easier, lighter, more spacious, more simple? And what would make me feel lighter? And so when you're working with your theme, whatever theme you've chosen, it's important to have it front of mind through the entire year. Like write it out and stick it somewhere. I like to write mine on a post-it note and stick it on my computer so that I see it all the time. It's front of mind. And then let this word guide all of your actions and your decisions. So for example, this just happened to me today. I was just about to process a payment for a client and I was going to offer her to pay by either PayPal or Stripe because I offer both platforms. But then I paused and I thought, hang on a minute. If my theme is simplicity, do I really want two different payment systems? Is it actually the most simple and easeful approach to offer people two different payment platforms and have my money coming in two different platforms? The answer is no. And so I made a decision in that moment based on my theme, based on my guiding word to simplify. And from now on, I'm only offering one platform. I'm offering Stripe. Now, this is a really small example And it's something I could have very easily just dismissed and overridden. But it's a really powerful example of how when you land on your theme, it starts to guide you. It starts to guide every decision and you can start to create really small changes really quickly that will start to guide you right away in an instant so much closer to who you want to be and how you want to feel. The next little theme I want to touch on, this is more of a sub-theme, is liberation, self-liberation. And the word liberation was coming through really strongly for me when I came into the year, and it feels like what my inner feminine is craving. And liberation to me is a feeling of being set free, of being completely untamed, 
of unshackling yourself from anything that holds you back or keeps you small or makes you feel stuck or makes you feel like you can't be your true self. And I think this year I want to feel more of the inner freedom that comes from being completely liberated within myself. I want to feel liberated from any remaining learned patterns of behavior that are holding me back and are keeping me small. Like patterns like worrying what other people think, modifying myself, holding back, speaking my truth, thinking that I need to fit into a box, thinking that I need to be perfect or I need to be a certain way. And I think this theme of liberation will just really weave and flow into my life this year really beautifully. I think as the year unfolds, I'll just be witnessing more and more any places where I don't feel liberated, any places where I feel weighed down or stuck or held back or limited, you know, by a pattern or a belief or an old inner story or wound. And I think this year is going to be about the ongoing untangling and breaking free of that old stuff to allow more self-liberation. And I sense that this theme of liberation and self-liberation will flow a lot into my work as well. I'm really, really committed to supporting women in their own self-liberation. It's work we do a lot of in my Divine Femme program. We really, really focus on setting yourself free, you know, so you can be your true authentic self and really rise into your highest expression and your divine feminine essence and your full power. But I think we're going to go even deeper into it this year. And I think there'll be a real deepening and expansion of both my own self-liberation and then how I support women in my work to do that as well. So if you want to think about this theme a little bit, maybe ask yourself, where do I not feel liberated? Where do I not feel free? Where can I not be fully and freely me? Where do I hold back? Where do I minimize myself? Where do I tone myself down and play small? Where can I feel that there's parts of me wanting to come out, but I'm hesitating? I'm holding those parts back because I'm afraid. Asking yourself those questions will begin to point you in the direction of where some of that liberation maybe needs to happen. Another sub-theme for me is soulful success. And one of the things I really want to step away from in 2022 is striving. So that energy of striving towards future goals and desires and outcomes from this place of being discontent with where I am or with who I am or with what I have and always feeling like I need to be somewhere else or some better version of myself or in some better place so I can feel better. And I'm really feeling to work a lot more with a more soulful and sustainable model of success because it feels way more nourishing for my nervous system. And when we think about this approach of striving and working towards our goals in a striving way, it really, really takes us on a roller coaster. So we're on this emotional roller coaster where one minute we are feeling the excitement and the elation of what we want. 
And then the next minute we're feeling this pang of pain because it's not here. And the next minute, okay, we muster up the motivation and we're like, right, I'm going to go get it. I'm pumped up. I'm amped up. (laughs) And then the next minute we notice it's not here. It's not coming. And then we feel sad again and disappointed again. But then hang on, we notice something happened and it looks like it's coming now. And then we get excited again. But then it starts to get really hard and then we feel defeated and flat and we give up again. (laughs) And Then eventually we finally achieve what we want and we're excited and we're fulfilled and we're happy for a moment, a few moments, and then it wears off and then we need the next hit again. And one of the things I'm really thinking about and exploring is how do we do everything in a more sustainable way, in a more emotionally stabilizing way and I've been really thinking about the difference between honoring our emotions and drowning in our emotions and I think this is something I'll talk a lot more about this year because there's a real difference between honoring your feminine and her experience and then getting completely lost in her to the extent that your emotions prevent you moving forward. And this is something I'm really refining around my business because my business at times is still a bit of an emotional roller coaster for me. And so my work is going to be around 100% honoring and feeling and processing my emotions and alchemizing the energy of those emotions. So changing their form, changing them from the, the sadness or the anxiety and moving them through my body into a different frequency like power or alignment or inspiration or love or joy. And so we honor our emotions, but really notice them when we start to cross that line into wallowing in them, drowning in them, feeling like a victim in our emotions and beginning to let our emotions become a reason that we can't move forward. And so I'm really pondering this more like soulful and sustainable model of success that's not full of emotional highs and lows. I want the type of success that feels safe and steady and grounded. I want the type of success that I can feel now, you know, that I don't have to wait for, where I can walk with this feeling of success in my body daily where success is already my way of being. It's already who I am. Because ultimately what magnetizes your desires the fastest is not how much you want something or how hard you work for something, but rather it's how deeply you can start to embody it and become it now. How much you can start to step into the frequency of who you're going to be when you have it, how you're going to feel when you have it, what your experience of life is going to be when you have it. And you start to step into being that now without waiting. And this approach is about really understanding that you can't actually call in anything that you feel is lacking in your life. You can't magnetize something that you feel isn't here. You call in what you're in alignment with what you're already feeling and being and so closing the gap is all about who are you being and how much are you stepping into the frequency of being the person who already has everything that you want 
It's also about understanding that striving so often comes from lack and need, but sustainable soulful success comes from wholeness. It comes from being happy with where we are, but also being excited and eager for more. And it's really about being in a space of calmness and ease and groundedness and contentment and moving forward in a way that feels nourishing to our body and our nervous system. And for me, as I'm coming so much deeper into the embodiment of my feminine and truly softening into this energy, I'm realizing how important it is to have a calm, regulated nervous system. To manifest what we want, we need a calm, regulated nervous system because this signals safety. To live deeply in our feminine, we need to feel safe. And without safety in our body, we can't fully open to receive. And so it's really important that we live and move through our life in a way that creates safety for ourselves and our nervous systems. And so maybe to explore this a little bit in yourself, you can ask yourself, how do I want to feel as I'm moving towards everything I desire? How would it feel when I get there? And how can I start to feel that way now? How can I create more ease and relaxation in my nervous system? Where am I chasing goals that actually aren't mine and don't align with what I truly want? What is it that I truly desire and what would feel really good to me to create and manifest an experience? And so they're my key themes. And then I also have some guiding words that tie in really well, but are just words that really tie into how I want to feel this year. One of those is luminous. I'm also working with the word pleasure. Another word for me is sacred. I really want to work with bringing sacredness and the divine through all that I do. Authenticity feels like a really powerful word for me this year. Family and belonging is coming through as a very strong word and theme and energy. And also luxury and wealth. I will speak in a minute about how this is a real area of investment for me this year and an area that I really want to expand on. So to wrap up this episode, I want to share with you, you know, what is really going to be important for me this year and what you can expect from me in my work. I am going to be continuing to build on what I was working on in 2021, a lot around the masculine and the feminine, the divine union in my work, the balance of this simplistic masculine structure and this liberated feminine expression. I feel like that's the hmm, the combination. I feel that this theme of simplicity is going to flow through a lot in how I run my business this year, how I want to streamline everything so that my business feels more sustainable and supportive and so that it really has the foundations I need to expand. I feel that this approach is really going to help me have more this year, more of not just anything, but more of what's truly meant to be here and what really feels good and nourishing and aligned. I feel like my key area of focus in terms of my learning and study and investment this year is going to be money and wealth. So last year, it was about business and really understanding the masculine side of business and 
I went through three really powerful business programs, which taught me a lot about masculine and feminine business principles. But this year, I feel like I want to invest more in understanding money, working through money blocks, building wealth, expanding my income, expanding my capacity to receive money, up-leveling energetically. I think this is all going to be a really big focus. And I'm so big on investing. I mean, if, if your life isn't expanding in the way that you want, have a look at your investments. What type of investments are you making? And are you investing in the support and the mentoring and the training that you need? So I'm really excited to invest more this year in myself and my business. The woman that I have my eye on first to work with is Tori Washington. I love her teachings on money and also business. And the other woman is Melanie Ann Leah from Alpha Femme. And I did some some small trainings with her in 2021 and she is so incredible. So I want to work further with her in 2022 as well. And I guess we'll also see what other teachers come into my field through the year. Regarding my work and my business, my Divine Femme program is going to be a big focus this year. I anticipate it will run twice this year and the first round will be coming in around February, March of 2022. You can go to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme to register your interest. So you'll be the first to know when enrollments open for that program. If you are looking for something to support you right now and right away, I have made my Reclaim Your Radiance program available as a 21-day self-paced program. So you can work through all of the incredible embodiment practices and self-care rituals and guided processes in there to really help you shift your energy, nurture yourself, reconnect with yourself, fill yourself up with pleasure, come into deeper connection with your body and actually create really tangible shifts in your energy and in how you feel. So if you're interested in that program and working through the self-paced version, you can go to ConnieChapman.com slash radiance. There will also be other new programs coming this year. You'll be hearing about them through the year. I think there's going to be a manifestation program that is in the works. And I'm also exploring the idea of a business mastermind, which if that comes, it'll be more so towards the end of 2022, I think, because there's still more I really want to step into and embody before I get really deep into teaching on business. And so as I step into the year 2022, I'm going to be continuing to work with this practice of intentional living. And I talked about that a lot in my previous episode, which was my last episode of 2021. I spoke about this idea of intentional living, and it's a really powerful way to ensure that you stay on track through your year and you achieve everything you want to achieve and you stay really connected to your dreams and your visions and your goals. So as you're wrapping up this episode with me, just be thinking about how are you going to keep yourself on track with everything that you want and desire in 2022. Some examples of things that I'm doing are creating a Pinterest board, you know, pulling together a whole heap of images that visually represent what I want to create, what I want to manifest, how I want to feel. I'm writing out my goals so that they're really clear. And I like to revisit my goals every day and actually rewrite them out and reread them and visualize them in my morning practice. 
I did a lot of journaling at the start of this year. I worked through the Rebirth 2022 workbook that I created for my release and rebirth women. And that was a really powerful way to get clarity for the year ahead. So make sure you have journaled out what you want for the year ahead. I'm also going to be doing monthly check-ins. So at the start of every month, I set my intentions for the month ahead. And at the end of every month, I do a little review and I check in on how the month went. And then I reset, revisit my big goals and then plan out the next month. I also do 90-day planning. So I will be planning out every quarter as well. And also working a lot with embodiment work this year. So I will be continuing to always be connecting in with how I want to feel, with who I want to be, with what I want to embody. And I'll be using my embodiment work to step into being that woman now, even before all of the things that I want have arrived. That is truly how we become magnetic. So thank you, love, for being tuned into this episode today. This was a big one, but I really loved sharing all of this with you, letting you know my feelings for the year ahead, my themes, what's going on for me, what I'm focusing on. And I'm so excited about this move I'm about to go through. It is going to be such an expansive and powerful change. I can't wait to see you on the other side. (laughs) My next episode will most likely be on the other side of that move. So thank you for being tuned into this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you being a part of the Awaken Radio community for tuning into the show. And I can't wait to bring you so many more episodes this year. If you love this episode, make sure you're subscribed to Awaken Radio so you never miss any future episodes. If you loved it, share it with a friend, share it on your stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman. And if you love Awaken Radio, pop on and leave me a written review, a beautiful five-star review if you feel to, as that will really help this show reach more people. Thank you again for being tuned in to this episode of Awaken Radio, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. Mm-hmm.